And hello, everybody. It is Tom Chenault, and it's Adrian Chenault, and we have got a show for you today. I am super happy about this, and the reason is I've got this guy by himself. I had him with Doris Wood, and who was the other woman? Wasn't Cynthia? Cynthia Sism- was it Cynthia Simmons? Yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah, I had them, but you know they're great. But I had too many guests that day, and all I wanted to do was talk to my buddy Ron Hamley about the history of this profession. If you're looking over his shoulder right now, you can see this incredible archive that he's got. And he has got a giant project coming down the road. And it is so, act it's unbelievable how exciting that is to me. And how you doing, baby? I'm doing great. I'm very excited too. Really? Yes, absolutely. How about next week? Who's our guest? We have the great Armand Puyo. You're not serious. Yeah, isn't that exciting? Yeah. yeah that'll work. He's, he's the real deal. Are we off the air? No, we're good. Okay, just, good. Uh, just on the monitor. Oh, <laughs> so God. our monitor went down for a second there, Ron. So we went, uh-oh, I hope we're not in trouble. But I no, thought the good. FTC had come and gotten us and turned us <laughs> off. So you guys, it is so exciting. It's so unbelievable to have watchers from all over the world. I can't believe it. India, Mumbai, India. People, you've got fans everywhere. And I understand that because your wealth of knowledge about this profession is so big. And what I want people to understand out of this show is the scope of what you know, the scope of what you've got, and the scope of what you've got planned, because it is truly earth shattering. And it all started when I read your book. I read your story in Larry Thompson's book. And I I fell more in love with you that day. Then (laughs) you'll, you'll never know. And then you've been on this show and such a fan every week, like clockwork so we're in love with you wouldn't you say absolutely so so cool and john hammock's jumping on you know there's oh, just so, so many amazing people who have been in the foreground and in the background and making this profession a great place to be for so many years and it's just cool seeing it come full circle like this and they're you know what's so funny is these guys are really the backbone of what has been great about our profession for years. And they talked about Bill Bailey. They talked about, I mean, he's going to talk about a lot of names that I want you guys to go back and look at to understand the richness of what these guys know. I had been messing around with the DRA, the Distributor Rights Association, the Association of Network Marketing Professionals, the MLMIA. But until I actually got into this little secret society with Larry and Taylor and Weisberg and Harris Williams and all these guys, and actually saw how long you guys have been really preserving what is so great about what we've got, I'm in, I'm just blown away. And I first want to thank you, Ron Henley, and second, welcome you to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's my great pleasure to be here. Well, Let's talk about you for a second, because, you know, you don't look old enough to be such an archivist. How on earth did you end up with all those rich misfits that you hang around with? How did you end up being the like the smartest, most genuine, most documentable guy of the whole batch? How did that happen? Well, I'm 57 years old and I've been around the network marketing profession for 52 years. Now, that math doesn't add up, right? Wow. Why? My dad and my grandpa had a network marketing business in 1968 when I was five years old. Wow. And uh, Zig Ziglar was the company trainer. I got to meet him when I was five years old. And my dad and my grandpa built the largest organization in that company in the southeast. So Zig would fly down from Dallas or fly over from Dallas, Texas to Atlanta and do special trainings for my dad's group. And uh, back then, uh, I was a little five-year-old kid, but I wanted to be involved in the family enterprise, so I would help set up the room for the meetings, take coats, serve snacks, anything I could do. Now, here's the kicker. Zig Ziglar being the corporate trainer, and this is going to be kind of a show and tell because I've got some cool memorabilia I'm going to be showing you along the way. Pumped up about this. Yeah, yeah. Now, this record right here, this is my grandfather's record that wow. Ziggler that had at the time. It was called Biscuits, Fleas, and Pump Handles, but it eventually became CU at the top. This is the original 
uh, recording, and my, my grandpa would play this all the time. And what do five-year-old kids do when they hear something over and over and over? They start repeating it, right? Well, it got to be where I would just, not even thinking about it, I would just start saying the record. I would just start repeating the record. So my dad and grandpa, at five years old, used to put me up in front of the room at their meetings to give little zig talks. Wow. It was me repeating what I had heard off of this record. So that was a novelty. It was a great recruiting tool. <laughs> Nobody had ever seen anything like that before. So, yeah, it was really fun. So I got started when I was five because of my dad and my grandpa. So at five, Zig poured all this great stuff into me and all the people that I got to meet. I got started at five. So um, many people love you behind your back. I am just telling you. How did I not know you? Did you know me? I mean, this is just pissing me off. That yeah. It's so yeah. crazy. And, you know, I fell in love with you. I put you on that show and I knew you were going to bring the life to it. And since then, I've just watched you be so genuine and so loving. And your circle of influence is so vast. I just can't believe it. And I want to thank you for being you because... There's just wanting you out there, man. You are the true servant leader, and we appreciate you. Well, I appreciate that. Everything got started because of what's behind me here. Yeah. Being, uh, you know, collecting all this stuff. Now, this, this is what the name of the company that my dad and grandpa were with was called Automotive Performance. Wow. And it was an ethanol-based uh, product that you actually strapped this, you know, back in the old days, you had a lot of room in your engine compartment. And they were gearheads. So you would strap this thing down in the fender well, and it had some kind of ethanol mixture in it that would give you better gas mileage and, and improve, improve your horsepower and things like that. So that's how that got started. But when I was 14, that's when Jim Rohn came into my life. And at 14 years old, he is really the one that got me started on all of this because the first time, and I've got this, this is how I met Jim Rohn. This tape set. Wow. When I was 14, my dad and my mom were looking for a new house. So me being bored, I went over to the bookshelf because I saw some books I love to read. I'm going through the books and this tape set kept sliding forward. I'd push it back. It kept sliding forward. One time I hit it too hard. It bounced off the back, hit me in the head popped open and the tapes went flying. So me thinking, oh gosh, I broke this guy's stuff. I start picking up the tapes, checking for damage. And then I started reading the titles, you know, and the, the titles are uh, uh, attitude, personal development, communications. And about that time they were wrapping up. So I went up to the guy, one of my best friend's dads, who was the realtor. And I said, hey, can I borrow this tape set? He said, how are you kid? I said, I'm 14. Why? He said, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. So I took him home and I locked my, this was July the 15th, 1978. That's when this happened. I locked myself in my bedroom and listened to this thing over and over and over that weekend. I must've listened to the entire thing 10 times and I didn't want to give it back. So I told the guy, I said, what can I do? Can I mow your yard? Can I wash your dishes? What can I do? I want to keep this thing. He said, kid, if you want it that bad, just keep it. And I did, and I've still got it. Years later, Jim signed them for me. Oh, holy mackerel. That he said, that's the first time my message actually hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big kick out of that. Oh, my goodness. So how you, – you said like July 15th, 1978, or whatever date you said. Like, did you keep – how, how do you have all this stuff – so pristine, so straight in your head. Nobody does that. I've been keeping notes. I've been, I, every day I've been writing something down. Uh, and about And then in 1985 is really uh, Franklin came out with a day planner, the Franklin day planner. Yeah. And uh, I bought that in 1985 and I've kept those ever since. Plus, Jim said, get a journal. When you write something, when you learn something, write it down. So I've been writing them down all these years. Oh, my gosh. 
That is unbelievable. You are you were you are the pioneer contact mapper of all time. We are going to have to give you. We are going to have to give you a sweatshirt. OG. So he's an, he's an OG. And you know what we love about you is the fact that you are preserving something. And you know whether it was Doris Wood, John Hammock just told me that he moved houses, and as he moved houses, they tossed away so many of his old. You know we've got boxes of stuff. And we heave it out the window and then somebody goes, no, why did you do that? But I did it. I've got an attic full of old Amway tapes. I used to buy them on eBay by the thousands and I still have them all. And I've moved them through three residences and people want to kill me. But I'm telling you what, it's a part of history, number one. And I learned so much. I mean, you know, on this, you know, you've got Taylor Thompson, Larry Thompson, Dan McCormick, legends of network. Awesome people. Yeah, what, yeah, what's so great about that is those are the people that you rub shoulders with, not me. I can't tie their shoes, but you are one of those guys that those people look up to with reverence. And people need to understand that this, all this, all this complete rich history is available through Ron Henley. How do people figure out and get hold of you? Well, right now they can go to networkmarketinghistory.com. That's Whoa. where. That's where, and if you go to MLMhistory.com, I, I went ahead and grabbed both domains. Uh, either one of them will send you to a main page where everything is going to is going to be happening. So that's wow. the best because you can sign up for a newsletter there, and you'll constantly get updates on all the projects we got going on. Plus, I've got something to announce on this show that is huge. Well, don't that, do it. Do it one now. person knows about. I know, but they're all going to stop listening once you tell them. So it's going to be at the end. We're going to do it at the end. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Believe me, you want to hang around for this because this is going to cause jaws to drop. I know, and I'm looking at the. I'm, I've already got five text messages already. I'm not. This is playing like I'm looking. Oh, I know the secret. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's so hilarious. So listen, you little posers, stick around <laughs> for a little while. That's the truth. That's what we all do because we have to be Joe Cool. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I can't believe this is, you guys. This, all of this back here, from the time I met, uh, first heard Jim Rohn, he kept talking about Earl Schoff. I learned all this from Earl Schoff. So I thought, well, heck, maybe if I learned from Earl, I could get more insights into Jim. So I started in 1978 looking for Earl Schoff, not knowing he had died in 1965 at that time. This was way before computers and way before Internet and all this information was available. So I started calling people, talking to people, making more and more connections. And I just connected with people on a unique way that normally wouldn't talk to anybody. But the yeah. history aspect of it, them wanting to find out from everybody. And it's just it's been a wild ride. And All right. Just we got to take a break. So after this, I'm looking at my text right here. Please tell us how you met Larry and his daughter, Taylor. We'll talk about <laughs> the break. We'll be back right after this. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Oh boy. That was a pretty good time. You go. <laughs> Hello, Larry and Taylor. Hello, Dan McCormick. That was good. Oh, you crazy maniacs. Hammock, it's good to see you. Doug Weed. Forgot about him, man. That guy's a political son of a gun. Oh, yeah. Amway sure. legend. Yeah, Sherman Unkerfer introduced. No, I knew him long before that, and then Sherman brought him back in my life. But, yeah, it's just amazing how many people who are unbelievable – have had some sort of connection with our profession. I was just talking to the great Bob Bodine from the power of who, and he's yeah. hooking me up next week with Tom Ziegler. I don't know if you've got a big relationship with him, but we'll have him on the show here pretty quick. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that's coming in the next. Tom's a busy guy. I'm trying to contact him and we've, we've uh, messaged back and forth a few times, but I'm, I'm hoping to develop that because I, I've got some questions about his dad. I want to ask. I'll get that done. And probably I only can answer. I will get to be in the middle of that transaction. I promise. <laughs> right, what are you doing, contact mapper? You know, it's just I was I was thinking about this as we were talking about Larry and about Ron, and you know, it's so these mentors and these people who they're you know they're such a foundation they're such a rich foundation inside of this. And what I love is seeing some of the you know some of the people who are you know, leaders in the profession and, and super relevant right now, like Eric Worre, like Ray Higdon, who really have that deep respect for 
the the foundations and the respect for some of that rich history. And I remember we were at Ray Higdon's event like a year and a half ago, and he had Larry and and Taylor there teaching for his his not the inner circle, but the the one that's the the super exclusive one that he that is only like twenty people that he takes his coaching clients. Top Runner Club. Thank you, Top Runner Club. Look, see, he knows. Well, he's got it written down. He's a contact <laughs> mapper. So, but uh, but he you know we're like you know we were asking him about Larry, and he goes, man. I, I have learned more from Larry Thompson about network marketing than you, he just, there's such a deep, profound respect for that. And I just think that's so important as we are carrying these messages forward, you know, what we're talking about contact mapping right now. And what we have done is taken those old principles of networking that were pioneered. You talked about, you know, Covey, you talked like the, the old principles that have in some ways maybe fallen out of style, but they never go out of style because they're the things that work. And what we have done is tried to take those things and bring them into the modern age with an app, with a system that makes it easy for you to do that melds it with social media and has you be able to be that kind of world-class connector, right? Yeah, because very few people have mastered the art of remembering like Ron Henley. There's nobody that has. But we all want to channel our inner Ron Henley, and we all pretend we're Ron Henley, but we're absolute posers because we never really paid attention to it. And the bad news about Ron Henley, it's all of his data is in a newspaper, in a new notebook somewhere, and he's got those notes. What Adrian was able to do was transpose all those notes into your phone. So when you meet somebody, you are absolutely cooking with gas instantly because you can Google your brain. And we train those skills at a level you wouldn't believe. That's exactly right. Google your brain. I like that. Well, I'm trying I to teach you something, you old dog new <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go ahead. We're going back. All right. So you want to learn how to Google your brain. You want to learn how to remember people in a way you've never been able to do it before. And you can go and try it for free right now. So just go to contactmapping.com slash free. Go take it for a test drive. You will thank us later. I promise. Way to go. We're back. And we're back. It's Tom Chanel. That's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with my little boy, Adrian and Ron Henley. I want to get right to it. So, Terry, uh, Terry, Larry and Taylor Thompson, Jim Rose, I mean, you guys are all joined at the hip. And before we even go there, everybody, I want you to notice something. This guy puts no attention on himself. He is the absolute center of the wheel. Everything goes out from Ron Henley, but you never hear him blowing himself up. He edifies everybody like nobody I've ever seen before, but it all goes back to him in the center of the wheel. Well, it's unbelievable to me. And I love that about you. And it's such a lesson we can all learn because the more attention you put outward, the more that comes towards you. And here is living proof of that. And please, please pay attention to him. So tell us how you met those two absolute world changers. Well, uh, I met Larry. Well, I, I didn't meet Larry till in person until 82. But uh, I joined uh, Herbalife May 1st, 1981 in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it was that night, uh, the millionaire training had just been recorded like three months earlier than that. And the tape that I got, and I told Larry, I apologized up front. I said, but the tape that I got was a Memorex. Somebody had copied it and they were, cause they couldn't, I guess the demand was so high, they couldn't get enough from corporate. So they were just were trying to get the message out. But uh, look at this right here. So we can get that. Wow. Brand new in the shrink wrap. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so cool. Are you I've worn out so many tape sets? It's not even funny. But are uh, you yeah, May 1st, 1981, I was 17 and I started my own network marketing journey because I knew all already knew about it from my dad and my grandpa. Uh, learning from Zig and then learning from Jim. And I just took it forward with that. And uh, that's how I met of Larry. And I didn't meet him until uh, corporate school in 82, I think it was in person. So, and then Taylor, I met when Larry and Taylor came to town for an event. Uh, I can't remember exactly how many years ago it was, but I met, I met her then as well. So, uh, she's just amazing, an amazing human being and her and Larry together. 
Holy smokes. You talk about the perfect pair. Well, they're more relevant in themillionairetraining.com. You probably, let's put that up if you get a chance. You, you need to go there too. Yes. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like- That was awesome. There's nobody that can type that fast. That was just pretty doggone cool. Thank you, Jason, our unbelievable producer with Marianne Niehaus. But, you know, all of you, Every one of you own a, owe a, 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 just a huge debt of gratitude toward these pioneers that kept us in business and that have kept the memory alive of how hard it was, but how rich it was. Even back then in the early 80s, the 70s, the 60s, you know, God bless Rod Cook. You know, here's another pioneer that fought through it for so many years. And we just lost him this year, along with Rob Rennick and a yeah. lot of really, really good people that, you know, a lot of the old pioneers are finally dying off and it's heartbreaking for me, but have it. Are you married? I was going to ask you that. Yes. What does your wife think about you? You pack rat hoarder. Uh, she's, uh, she gets confused by it sometimes, but she loves me enough to let me be. <laughs> that, is so, that is so cute. Over the last five minutes. Unbelievable. That is so. Yeah, very that's funny. Yeah. She's uh, I'll be lost in the tall grass without her. There's no doubt. She's uh, an amazing lady. I'm the first to admit I married above my pay grade. Yeah, well, oh, man. but look at the life it's provided you to have people come. You know, it's kind of brings your grandfather and your dad back to life every time you walk down in the basement and see those archives and listen to a tape and get to see exactly what the world was like back then and what it's like now and how much it's just exactly the same with this clubhouse and everything going on. It's gone full circle and here we are again. Yeah. What is that? This is the company that uh, my dad and grandpa was with in 1968 out of Dallas, Texas. And if you look on the back, there in the middle, you'll see Zig. There you oh, go. mackerel. That That's just crazy. Cool. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just yep. all that history. That's the stuff that I listened to, and I just kept repeating it and repeating it, and it stuck with me all these years. That is. With the search for Earl Schoff, when I heard Jim talk about Earl on those tapes, it just really, I've kind of been a history guy anyway. I'm, I excelled in that in school. And uh, I got started on that kind of stuff. And the search for Earl, the search for Shof, is what culminated in all this. Since 1978, people have been giving me stories. They've been giving me their personal memorabilia to go along with the stories. And I've just been collecting it all this time. Man, well, we're in awe of you. And we're going to talk about what they're going to do with all this information how it goes out of his basement and into your life and the big plan that's at play. And I love these guys. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show on the Genesis Communication Network. Ted Anderson's had us on for free for 12 years. So that's just a miracle. I should have been bankrupted me by now. I love that guy. I love you. We'll be right back. And right. Fletcher, holy, holy mackerel. Moly. How cool is that? Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. And Jim by the way, Packard. Angel Fletcher. I'll tell you a funny story about Sean Murphy real quick. When we were at uh, Ray and Jessica's event in 2018, it was during a break and we were all at the little bar and grill thing there talking. I was telling them about some of this stuff. And when I told him about doing the Zig Talks when I was five and then meeting Ron at Jim or Jim at, at, at 14, he said, well, heck, by the time you met Jim Rohn at 14, you're already a seasoned pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great story. Yeah, I forgot to mention Art Meekin. I was trying to pull names out of my head. Tony Canuli, people that we lost this year is heartbreaking to me. But with what these guys are doing, their memories live on. And right. just preserve that. What do you got, Mr. Contactmapper.com? <laughs> so I'm excited, especially we got Angel here. She's she's Ray's biggest fan. But so on on this Thursday, in a couple of days at noon Eastern time, we have a really, really cool webinar coming up with Ray Higdon talking about how to build an unshakable mindset in your business that leads to all kinds of greater success in everything that you do. And, you know, we're bound in anything that we do to face 
obstacles. You're going to, you know, you're just, you're going to have to power through stuff in order to be an entrepreneur. And Ray is one of the best people that I know at showing you how to cultivate a mindset that allows you to overcome anything that keeps you moving forward, that keeps you taking action. And uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. It's going to be based on their book that came out recently, Time, Money, Freedom. And we are going to have a lot of fun, aren't we? It's going to be unbelievable. And you know, you take a look at the two people that have unbelievably impacted social media and network marketing. It's Higdon and Eric Warre. And what do they have in common? Daily, daily videos that they did forever. And I was listening to him and Marianne, uh, Marina Ori, I'm a contact member, Marina Ori, who's going to be on the show on the 27th, by the way, uh, talk about when they first started doing those videos every day, they had no clue what they were doing. Their hands were shaking. There was nothing there, but they forged through it. And every one of you watching, just get consistent. I mean, those little two-minute Tom Talks that I do every day that you know, people are actually starting to watch those damn things. It's a <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Ray's done a video every day, I think, for like 11 years or something. Crazy like numbers. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, loving your overnight success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only that, but, you know, he's so good now. But he wasn't good at the beginning. And I think that's that's one of the things that you got to remember is, you you know, you're looking at somebody who has whatever that is, 3,000, 4,000 repetitions of doing this. You obviously they're going to be good by now. You got to start somewhere. You got to be in action. And so that's what's we're gonna, what we're going to be talking about on Thursday. Uh, it's at noon Eastern. If you go to contactmapping.com slash webinar, you can grab a seat for that. And it, yes, there will be a replay on that's always the question that gets asked. So if you can't make it live, don't worry. You can grab your go ahead and register. We'll send you the replay right afterward and you can catch it that way. But it is going to be awesome. I'm so excited for the energy that's going to come from it. I'm so excited. We, we always have some special surprises on those webinars. And that is one of the things where it definitely is in your advantage to be there on live with us. Uh, you'll have some, some opportunity to, to take advantage of some cool well, stuff. I signed up and I'll be there. Awesome, man. Do you have do you have Angel Fletcher scheduled yet, Marianne? Put that in. We got to get her on the get show. Her back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Angel is incredible. You should see her on Clubhouse. She's been there like an hour and she's got like, she owns it because it's all heart there and she is all heart. And all of you, just please learn from these people because what they have in common, every one of these leaders is their love of humanity and other people and serving. And if you can become that, you win. And the way that you become that is remember, 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 remember. Follow up is a terrible word. Nobody likes to get followed up on and nobody likes to follow up. But everybody loves to be remembered and to remember. So master that, just like Ron Henley just taught you. I mean, he's a virtual dictionary. It is so exciting. We're coming back. This is the commercial and it I don't even know, contactmapping.com forward slash what? Webinar. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're back. And we're back. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Ron Henley, Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault. We are live from Longmont, Colorado. And this isn't a big day in our lives because this guy is truly a historian. And he's a non-agenda driven historian. I've never, I just have never met anybody like him. He, I talked to him on the phone. There's never an ask. It's always, how can I serve you? How can I serve the profession? He is what I want to be when I grow up, even though he's 12 years younger than me. And I'm in awe of you, Ron Henley, and I love you. And I need you to know that. Well, I love you back, buddy. All right. So we we got a little time here and I want to I want to dig into your history a little bit more. So you you joined in 19 you joined Herbalife in 1981. You really got yourself into the profession. Yep. And how did you where, where along that way did this collection and that this sort of urge to document the profession as you went along and built your own business? Where did that start for you? Well, it started my dad and my grandpa used to keep a lot of stuff. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I got some of the stuff from them, especially from their company and so, some old Zig stuff. And uh, like I said, I've always, I was, I was the kind of guy, if you're ever riding around with me 
and we pass something where something's being built and you say, well, I wonder what's going on over there. The next time you see me, you're going to know because I'm going to go find out. Wow. So, but it's just, just, it just seems to come to you. It just seems like this was my calling in life. I can't explain it. There's been so many serendipitous moments that should not have happened that did meeting people at key times when, when the events that were shaping the profession were happening, getting their take on it, getting their memorabilia from that. And uh, it's hard to explain how it all came about. It's just uh, a, a blessing. It's a calling and I, I'm proud. I mean, I can't not do it. Yeah. I cannot do it. This is so much a part of who I am. And it's a way for me to serve the profession in a unique way. Yeah. A lot of people connected with me over the history, like I said, that normally wouldn't give you the time of day. Now, when Jim passed away, Success Magazine held a public uh, memorial for him uh, out in California. And I don't know if you remember, but one of the speakers there was Brian Tracy. And Brian's talked about Jim and said Jim was an introvert extrovert, which is very true. Now, what that means is he's very quiet until he has to be on stage or something like that. Then he becomes an extrovert. Jim would be the kind of guy at a party that would go over in the corner and be holding a soft drink or something and watch everything else happen. He just he was an introverted person. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how all this happened, but I, I, I walk out into this and I'm just totally amazed and I'm grateful and I want to share it with the world, which is why I started the NMHS, the Network Marketing Historical Society. I will bet you that there are plenty of people watching this. I mean, John Milton Fogg's 7,000 square foot home up there in Virginia on the mountain with that huge lawn. I will bet you that thing is crammed with history of network marketing. It's everywhere. Yes. People don't know what to do with it. They don't know what to do. So take pictures of what you have and yes. email them down to Ron so he can figure out a way to get that to Atlanta for this yes. big idea he's got. Because don't throw that stuff away because you could be throwing something away that you think is worthless, that is priceless. Right, Ron? It could, Ron? Be, key. It could be key and you don't yeah. know it. That's what happens. A lot of these people that have been collecting this stuff for years, they, they hold on to it thinking that some opportunity will present itself to, so they'll know what to do with it. And then they pass on and their kids don't have any more idea than a goat what to do with this stuff. So they chuck it in the landfill because they don't know. We yeah. need to put an end to that. No doubt about it. And I'm as guilty as anybody because we've moved a couple of times here recently and there's all kinds of stuff. And I just take that file, file don't even look inside of it and file it. And I'm a collector of things. I'm to the, my wife's dismay. And she just commented about how my hair looks. That just always. <laughs> then you get all third, self -conscious. A third producer. Yeah. So then you start getting in your head and wondering what the hell she's talking about. My eyesight so bad. I can't even see the screen much less. You're my, great. Don't I worry, think I look nice too. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> so, but yeah, but but it is. It's so it's so important, and it, it's so easy. You know, you have no idea that these old tapes or whatever. You go, nobody listens to cassette tapes anymore, or whatever it is. You know, nobody could possibly have an interest in these things. But if we, you know, there's there's stuff floating around that if we don't find a way to preserve it, and if we don't have a way to pull it together in one place where we actually can, you know, make something out of it that a, a lot of the, you know, the story of this profession needs to be told. And, you know, this is really the first time that it's from a memorabilia or, or an artifact perspective that this is being done, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I got a really interesting story that, that explains exactly what I'm talking about, about key pieces that could have ended up in the trash. Yeah. I've got uh, a 35 millimeter film, the only known film of Errol Schultz, teaching uh, the Abundavita pay plan in 1957. The, a guy that I had met was going through a, a yard sale after this guy had passed. He collected old movies and they were just selling them at this yard sale. Well, he opened up this box while he was going through the stuff and he found a note on this reel. It was a, it was a decorative metal reel that said uh, the guy who passed away kept notes. And it said something like uh, purchased for a dollar 
the, the 35 millimeter movie, purchase for a dollar, keep the decorative reel, toss the film. The guy wow. had no idea what it was. And when he, he pulled it out and it says, the leader tape of it says, Earl Schofabundavita. And he thought, I wonder if this is the same guy. So he called me and told me about it. I said, get that film. Get that film. That could have been up in the trash. The guy was going to toss the film and keep the metal reel that it was on. And, and it's the only known footage of the guy. And with that movie was the only known footage of his mentor, the founder of Abundavita, J.B. Jones. Wow. Everything else got, those things weren't meant to hang around. They, they, they traveled around the country. They showed, they showed the film in packed houses. And when they worn out, they tossed them. So the fact that this thing even survived, it's like I said, it was a serendipitous moment. And things like that is what has helped me build this collection. Because I guess I'm sending out this stream of consciousness that people aren't even aware of. And they're seeing things and they're picking up on things. And that's what I want to get out to anybody. If you know of anything or anybody in a situation like that, that's been around for a while and they may have something, they just sold a house in uh, up north. I was reading about it, like a $300,000 farmhouse. And in this ante room, they found stockpiles of old Nutribio products from the 50s the powders and the tablets and all this kind of stuff. And they were going to chunk them. They were going to chunk them. So it's just, it's crazy the way all this happens, but my gosh, I mean, help me help the profession. Let's get this stuff out there so everybody can see it and experience it. I got to find this lady in Longmont, man. She, uh, she came to my office and she said, can I talk to you? And I said, yeah. So I said, she said, the craziest thing happened to me. I said, what's that? And she goes, my dad's like getting ready to die. And I go, I'm very sorry to hear that. And she goes, oh, he was a life, a network marketer all his life. And I go, yeah. And he said, okay, I've split up all the money with you kids. And I'm kind of making up this story to make myself the hero here. So about half of this is true. So then... So she goes, I spit up all the money with the kids. And he said, but I want to give you my most valuable possession. So it was, he was either in someplace, not like in Longmont, in another city in Denver or another state. And she went all the way there, knowing that she was going to get the big diamond ring or the box of gold. And for his most valuable possession that he gave his daughter was all of his network marketing notebooks over the years. So I swear to God, that's true. But you think about that. And, you know, you just made me think about it. And that yeah. probably was his most valuable possession. And she had no idea of the value or the richness of it. So she came to me. And because I'm so shallow and arrogant, I didn't really grab him and say, let's give him to Ron Henley or let's keep him here so we can actually put him someplace. So I'll go find that woman because you are actually a hundred and million percent right. And that's a, that's just a beautiful thing in all of you. I mean, I had a guy, a doctor, that medical doctor this morning. Yeah. And he said, you know, my mom and dad were Amway all my life. And that's why I'm out here talking to you today. Cause I was, a, I'm, I'm in the emergency room. It is absolutely a blind alley. I hate it. And I'm hearkening back to those days and I want to know what to do. And I gave him a couple books and told him to take them home. But so many people, are remembering what their mom and dad went through in yes. those days when a hundred bucks meant something and they had to go actually make it and they didn't know how to do it. And they grabbed multi-level marketing like people are today. It's a beautiful thing, Ron, and you are doing unbelievable work. Well, I appreciate that very much. Like I said, I think it's a calling. I can't not do it. And uh, when we get this museum up and running, it's going to be something else. Yeah. So talk, talk about what you're working on with the museum right now and, and where you are in that process, Ron. Well, the, uh, luckily, I live in a little town called Lithia Springs. It's about 10 miles outside of Atlanta, so it's not that far. And uh, I have, I'm looking to move it out of here into a pretty good-sized climate-controlled storage facility so we can really spread out, take a look at what we've got, be able to display what we got. you got to start somewhere, and this was Larry Thompson's idea, and I love it. So when new things do come in, we have a work area where we can repair, clean, whatever we got to do to get things ready for display and just start building it from there. And another thing, it's only about six miles from Six Flags. Wow. So you know, if you want to come out and see the museum and go spend a day at the park, hey, 
uh, that'd work out just fine. But that's the next step is we're going to move it into that climate controls where, you know, because some of this stuff, if it gets too hot or humid, if the humidity gets to it, it's gone, you know, so it's got to be climate controlled. And I've got a place uh, that I'm talking to now and they're trying to figure out how to configure some space for me. But that's the next step. So keep me in your prayers if that works out. One of the things that our profession needs badly is a powerful association. Yes. That is a powerful association. That isn't anything but a powerful association for the betterment of the profession. And there's been a lot of them over the years. There's still a few of them around. But one of them started from the ground up with the right foundation built that was built the right way without agenda or politics to protect those people coming in to a profession that has been so wonderful of all of us and having your organization be the foundation for that with the experience of all the people that you know, the Richard Brooks of the world, the John Milton Foggs, the John Hammocks, your little crowd of Roberti and McCormick and Weisberg, just the pioneers that show us exactly how it was, how it is, and how it could be if we do it with integrity would really, really be something that I would be interested in. And I know that the profession would be interested in, and I know company owners would be interested in supporting. So let's think about that one of these days and do a big call, but we'll be back right after this. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Whoa, that was a long <laughs> sentence. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it just came into my head, man. It would be phenomenal to do something like that underneath it. Yeah, you're exactly right, Sean. You know, where we got a really, really clean organization without all the dealing off the bottom of the deck that inevitably happens with any association. We could put something together, starting it as a seedling to build an yeah. oak tree instead of what ends up happening, which is- I have zero agenda. Yeah, except, I know. Except there's a lot of people coming into this profession that think the thing started five years ago. Yeah. You know, they don't know that we're in our, let's see, 75th year. Yeah. When this thing actually started in 1945. I mean, we're not talking about direct sales. That's back in the 1800s with yeah. Watkins and all that stuff. But yeah. when, you know, when the Meidinger, excuse me, Meidinger and Castleberry started this, uh, the real thing, Renborg started it. He's the one that laid the foundation for it, a very loose framework because he only had about 40 distributors at the time and he was trying to motivate his sales force to get out and sell product and bring people in. So he started this thing where he started offering discounts and small overrides, not having a clue. He was just throwing mud at the wall, hoping it would stick. When Meidinger and Castleberry came in and uh, signed a contract with him, September 1st, 1948, no, 1945, that's when the plan, as they called it, really got this thing going. Okay, so you got to hold up a second because we're in the yeah. show and I want them to hear on that on the radio. Absolutely. So you're going to have to say that all again. Throw not a problem. Up, yeah, talk a little bit because I, I I really want to yeah, hear that. On I, got, I got a bunch of show and tell stuff. So I got okay. I got artifacts all over the place. So. All right, you're doing beautiful. <laughs> that is so, so cool. So. What I so just as we're kind of we we got about two minutes before we're back on on the radio, but you know the thing that that sticks out to me is, you know, you think about these things that you've been collecting, Ron, yeah. and in so many ways, you know the the relationships that you've built, you know, you like it, you can view it almost the same way, right? We're collecting these, you, we have this collection of people in our lives that are. So, you know, they're priceless to us and that it's so easy, just like that, you know, stack of tapes or that old conversation or whatever. It's so easy just to let that stuff fall by the wayside and then it's gone. And it, and once it's gone, you can't get it back. And yeah. you know what? It's so worth it to remember and document 
these conversations and these people that you're meeting along the way, because you never know where that conversation that happened today is going to open up an opportunity and a, a new, a new connection or a new collaboration or whatever that looks like in the future. And I just, you know, I'm so inspired by what you have done because of that, because I I think that that's what, you know, that's what we all want to be in the world. We want to be that person that, you know, it, when we come to the end of our life that we look back on all those relationships and we're proud of the contribution that we made. And, you know, we're not dying alone because we didn't keep up with anybody and we just sat around and watched Netflix or do, you know, the stuff that it's so it's easier to do that than it is to remember these people. But remembering pays off every single time because it creates so much opportunity and so much contribution. And so I just want to thank you for that, Ron, and, and oh. the reminder that those relationships matter and, uh, it's, it's really cool to see that, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right. We're going to come back <laughs> to the radio. And hello, everybody. It's Tom Chenault. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show sponsored by contactmapping.com forward slash free. My little boy, Adrian, and I here talking to Ron Henley. What a, a I'm so proud of Ron Henley and so happy my son is here to hear this show because understanding where this thing's come from is probably going to give us a chance to understand where it's going. And before we get to your big reveal, where do you think the profession's headed, Ron? Are you unbelievably excited about it right now? I am. I think that uh, we went through some changes and uh, there were, there were some uh, things that especially Larry pointed out, he called it the, uh, uh, the four generations of network marketing. And he let, and you can go find that at wealthbuilding.pro and he lays it out beautifully. I'm not even going to try to copy the master because he's got it down, but we've gone through some things and I really believe with the gig economy and everything else that's going on, I think the profession is in for its finest hour. I really do. That's cool. Talk about, okay. So you've got a secret that only one person knew and let's hear it. Well, uh, the one person that knew was Larry. Of course. And, uh, so it's really funny because in the comments here, somebody posted that, uh, Ron, you need to make a documentary. Well, Atlanta, Georgia has become the East Hollywood. <laughs> Four blocks over from my house, they're filming a TV show. Wow. All around me. I mean, this is just everywhere. They're always filming all kinds of stuff. So there it is. Winnie Arnold. She's the one that said it. That was her. So what I have been doing for a while is writing a loose script of, of, of how this thing needs to play out. You no know, people playing it, but you need a core story to build it around. And I finally found that core story and I sent it over to Larry Thompson and I said, read this and tell me what you think. And he was absolutely blown away. It was a, it was an article that somebody had written about Nutribio back in the fifties. And that could be the centerpiece that everything else can branch off of to tell this entire story. Wow. Flashbacks, flash forwards. So we, and I, uh, three days ago, I met with uh, some people who are into producing documentaries and uh, they're giving me some direction and uh, they're wanting me to do what they call a treatment for it. So I'm getting serious about getting down and getting all this together. And hopefully if we get this thing done right, we'll be looking for people to play, you know, Jim and Earl and all these guys on, on the, on the, on the big screen. Isn't that wow, exciting? That's so cool. Holy moly. And you've got the foundation for it already built in there. So it will be an actual documentary with actual facts about what's going on instead of a bunch of hype. That is so very exciting. What's the website to go join the, the big one? Uh, networkmarketinghistory.com. Networkmarketinghistory.com. Yep. And there, there's a contact you button on there. So if they do have some memorabilia that they want to donate to you, that's yep. good. Don't forget to sign the news, sign up for the newsletter. So you'll get all the new, the newest, latest updates. Plus all of my contact information is at the bottom of the page. How cool is that? That is so, that's so exciting. And yeah, just to see, to see all those, 
stories and all those legends and you know how this all came to be come to life in that way is going to be really exciting. I can't wait for that. Next week on the show, when you hear the story of Armand and his mom and how he got into network marketing as a young child too, just exactly like Ron Henley, I will tell you all with small children, the education that you give your kids, because every day with these kids too, was take your children to work day. There was a guy named Robert J. Sterner. And he owned a Rolls Royce when he was a little kid. And you paid $20 a month for this lunatic's tape of the day. And every morning I had the kids and I'd take them to school and they wanted to listen to Winnie the Pooh. And I'd throw in that to that case CD. And all of a sudden, good morning, Tom Chenault <laughs> at the top of his lungs. It was this guy named Robert J. Sterner. And he would pump these kids up and me up so much. But and you he, would per he would personalize the tape and he would say your name over and over again. Oh. That was what was so like, hello, Tom Chenault. Tom Chenault, you Very are. Very cool. <laughs> it was awesome. I love the guy. He made me what I am. Yeah. And it helped these kids. He'd have been a, just an alcoholic. <laughs> it is so cool. Yeah. Well, do you want to give people a, a sneak peek at some of the stuff that, that I've got back here? Yeah, yes. one minute. So fire it up fast. Uh, okay. Well, we can get started. This is a, an original Neutralite bottle from the 1940s. Cool. Holy moly. Wow. And they also sold protein powder. So you know, you've got that. From the 40s. Yeah. And then from Neutralite came Abunda Vita. Wow. That's the only bottle I've ever been able to find of, of Abunda Vita. After Abunda Vita uh, came Nutribio. Wow. Unbelievable. And since we've only got a minute left, we'll leave it there and I'll show a little bit more when we get back. All right. This is very, very cool. And my wife even, and she's watching this and she's not even commenting on my hair anymore because she loves your content. <laughs> so that's beautiful news. And I'll tell you what, all of you, all of you need to go to that website, sign up for the newsletter, ask around your town and see if there's, you know, somebody says my parents were in network marketing. Say, yeah, really? Do you like it? No, I hated it. Do your parents still have any of those tapes left? Yes send them to me because I want to send them down to Ron Henley because I'm telling you what, we've got a profession to preserve and this guy is the man to do it. He's got the pockets of the giant people in network marketing behind him to pull this off. I'm behind him a thousand percent. He's never shown an agenda to me whatsoever. We can trust him. He is a friend of the show, Ron Henley. Next week, Armand's coming on here. It is going to blow your mind. I'm really excited. When you hear his story, it's going to blow your mind. Let's make network marketing great again. That's all we can say. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.